if you could change anything about yourself instantly with zero effort, what would it be? Giving you a second. I would be willing to bet that over half of you thought to yourself, I would lose weight. Am I right? (laughs) Whether it's five pounds, a hundred pounds, I know that many of you have struggled with the physical and mental and spiritual bondage of having weight on your body that you just want to be gone. So today I'm going to give you three biblical reasons why you might be on the struggle bus right now when it comes to weight loss and what you can do about it. Let's get it. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck Podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. So before we dig into this amazing content, I want to thank you all for listening. This is the 10th episode of Getting Unstuck, and we're at over 500 downloads, and I'm just so thankful for this outlet and to be making an impact, and I just wanted to celebrate that with you guys for a minute, and just thank you for being part of this experience, for sharing it with other people, for reviewing it, any all, any and all things. I'm just, I'm just excited to be celebrating something. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's dive in. The three reasons you aren't losing weight. First of all, I want to give you some truth in love. So John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I believe that truth sets people free. There's a good way to share that, right? (laughs) Truth in love. So I'm going to be giving some tough love today, but it's going to be wrapped in compassion. So I just want to give that caveat of, I know the deep pain. I have worked with hundreds of women on the issue of weight loss, and I know how painful it can be. Sometimes it's generational. Sometimes you've lost loved ones, your mom, your aunt, people in your life over something related to being overweight. You feel like it's something you can't get past. You feel like it's something you're doomed to have forever. You've tried and tried and tried. You feel like you've tried everything. You've yo-yoed, all of that. It just, it's this really deep-seated pain, I know, for so many of you. So I I feel that. I want to honor that. Um, so when I give you this, this truth and love, just know how much it is wrapped in compassion and how much I just want to share hope through this. So wherever you are today, it's okay. Some of you might have needed to turn to surgery or medication or some other method, and that's okay. I don't want to bring condemnation to anyone. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ, right? This, so I'm not here to condemn. I am here. Maybe the, maybe the Spirit's going to convict you. That's okay. Conviction is okay. Condemnation's not okay. So I don't want you to feel condemned. I just want you to be open to letting this truth speak to you. So reason number one, you are being double-minded when it comes to your weight loss journey. So James 1, 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown 
and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. (laughs) That's a word, right? That's a word to all of us about something. But are you being unstable? Are you in and then you're out and then you're in and then you're out? You're motivated and then three days later, can't even make it 72 hours and you're out again. You're unstable. But God, God can't really work with that. He's not looking for perfection. He is definitely not looking for perfection. So he's not looking for perfection in your eating or your workouts. He's looking for a stable faith, a mature outlook that you're playing the long game. You believe that God is going to help you through this. You believe that he's going to lead you to the right plan, the right support. He's going to come through with self-control, which is a promised fruit of the spirit. He's looking for you to commit. So I want you to ask yourself today, am I committed to weight loss as a long-term, potentially lifelong journey with God? Am I committed? Yes or no? And if you're not, why not? Go journal. Go go write it down. (laughs) Go think about it. Reason number two, you are avoiding discipline. If we go back to that John 8, 32, the truth you, you know, will set you free. Let's back up a verse. John 8, 31, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So if you hold to my teachings, you are my disciples. What does the word even disciple mean? Discipleship involves discipline, a learning discipline, instruction, training, mastering something like if we're disciples of Jesus we're following him we're doing what he did we're 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 learning from him discipline has kind of earned this negative connotation of like punishment um it can be correction it can be punishment but it's not it's at the root it's really instruction it's training are you avoiding this instruction from God, this training from God, Hebrews 12, 11, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Mm, sorry. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Do you want righteousness and peace? Do you want that harvest? Yes. Yes, we do. That's going to involve discipline. Weight loss involves discipline. It might be choosing to work out instead of watch TV or work out while you're watching TV. (laughs) It might be cooking at home instead of going out or eating the leftovers you really don't feel like eating (laughs) or changing your thinking around food or exercise or sleep or starting something new, changing something. What if you embraced the discipline aspect of weight loss as a way to get closer to God? What if you looked at it as a means to show others how a relationship with God is the way to a healthier life? What if this mindset shift was the most powerful way that you could testify to how God has changed your life? Like imagine if you were to lose this weight and someone came and asked you, girl, how'd you do that? And you go, you know what? I started walking closer with Jesus. Like imagine how you could you could make like massive waves. Like I've always... Growing up, it was kind of hard for me to be like, how do you like connect with people? How do you share your testimony? Um, the Holy Spirit gives us boldness, but like this is a door that you might be able to open and 
and touch other women's lives. What if you thought that big picture over it? How would that change? Would that, would that change it? Would it be worth it? Okay, let's go to reason number three. Choosing to follow your carnal senses over self-control. I'll unpack that in a minute. (laughs) Carnal, I know, is a word not used so often anymore. But once you've decided, let's say you've decided you're all in on the journey, you have the discipline, you're going to start a new program, you're going to start making changes. This is where so many of you get stuck. You're stuck in the daily decisions, the daily temptations. You choose your carnal senses over self-control. What is carnal? The The Bible uses the word carnal a lot or flesh. These words that we just don't really use a lot. You don't just use that in your daily you know, daily language, all it means is it's of the five senses. What you see, hear, smell, taste, touch. That's being carnal. That's listening to your flesh. And we let those things drive our decisions much more than we should. Romans 8, 6, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I mean, it can't be much more clear than that. If we follow our senses all of the time, it leads to death. (laughs) Death in some form, separation from God, self-loathing, horrible feeling, too much weight on your body, sickness in your body. Like just to be carnally minded is not ever really going to lead you somewhere good. God gave us our senses. They're a gift. They're wonderful. We should use them and enjoy them, but they're not supposed to be our guide, They're not supposed to be telling us what to do. They're not supposed to be our master. Romans 6, 15, what then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you're slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. Paul is saying like, yeah, you have grace. That's wonderful, but that should never lead you to think, oh, I'll just go live in sin because it's all covered, right? It's all covered by the blood. No, it, it should lead you to wanting to be closer to God, wanting to stay away from sin, which is a separation. So I need you to get some righteous anger here. You are not a slave. You are free. Who the sun says free is free indeed, right? Preach holy anger. I want you to have some holy anger here. Here's a verse that you don't hear interpreted this way. Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. A lot of people talk about that as like, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Like, don't go to bed angry. I have heard it translated, and I prefer to think of it as don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Don't let that holy, righteous anger go down. Like, don't, you need to keep it. Who are we angry at? Do not give place to the devil, it says, nor give place to the devil. That is who is taking over your mind and telling you, yeah, keep eating that. That tastes good. Keep going. Keep going. Binge eat. It's great. YOLO. That's not God. You need to be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down on this anger. You got to stir this up. You got to keep those embers burning. You do not want to give Satan a foothold. You don't want him to be in charge. Imagine if you had a friend with cancer and she told you she was just going to skip her chemo. I mean, she just didn't feel like it. She was tired. She'd had a long day. I mean, it's just another thing on my to-do list. I'm not going to do it. Would you let her do that? No. Guess what the number one cause of death is in women? It's heart disease. And guess how you prevent heart disease? (laughs) Diet, exercise, losing weight. 
I don't want to let you die of heart disease, woman. I'm talking to you today, all right? You have to fight for this change. Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. All these things work together. All these things work together. You don't want to be conformed. You've got to renew your mind. That takes discipline. It takes maturity. It takes singularity of focus. These three reasons, they'll get you moving forward. They'll get you making progress. They'll get you staying motivated, making good choices. So number one, you're not going to be double-minded. You're going to be in it for the long haul. Number two, you're not going to avoid discipline. You're going to embrace it. It's a way to get closer to God. It's, it's a way to, he's, he's on this journey with you. Number three, you're going to choose self-control because you can. It's a fruit of the spirit. It is available. Believe it. Get angry when you're not having self-control. Decide, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. I will have self-control and I will renew my mind. How? But how do you make this happen? If you've struggled with this, you need accountability. You need someone who is going to be honest with you and you can be honest with them. You can really tell them. You don't have to sugarcoat it. Tell them how these things are going. And you need someone who's going to point you back to Jesus every time. You need a spiritual mother for this. You don't need to pick somebody who's going to let you off the hook too easy. It's, it's tempting to just, yes, you need grace, but you don't need somebody to be like, it's okay, it's okay every time. That's not going to get you moving forward. So you need grace. Yes, you definitely need compassion, but you also need tough love. And you need someone who's going to say, that's really not the best that Jesus has for you. And if you don't have somebody like that in your life, I would love to be that person for you. I'm opening enrollment for my wisdom and weight loss coaching. Your first call is free. We'll set goals. We'll set nutrition goals and, and exercise goals. These are important, but God is going to be the center of this process. This is not going to feel like other programs. Yes, your food matters. Yes, exercise is important, but no plan is going to work for you if you don't have the right foundation and support. When God is in charge of this part of your life, the change is going to seem effortless. And I don't mean you aren't going to be putting in effort, but it's a different kind of effort. When you shift this focus, everything changes. So when you're going after the heart of God, there is hope in this process, everlasting, never ending hope in this process. And that's what I want to give you. God's kind of hope, God's kind of results. We're going to do weight loss his way. So go to jennylaurie.com backslash weight loss and you can get started. God wants to be this part, part of this journey with you, and I want to help. Talk to you guys next week. Did you like the show? Did you learn something? If you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you could leave our mom a review. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.